Imagine living wildly, authentically, and unapologetically you. Look, we've all experienced something in our life that has brought us down in one way or another. It's time to break free from those past constraints, to bloom and flourish in all the places we've been told we can't. Welcome to the Wild Hearts Podcast. I'm Jess. And I'm Laura. We're two best friends with a mission to empower women through the lens of a growth mindset. You already hold all the answers inside you. We're just here to remind you of the strength you already possess by sharing our opinions, telling our stories, interviewing experts, and advocating for mental health along the way. So let's Let's get started. Okay. Here we go. Today's going to be a big one. Full-blown trigger warning (laughs) happening here today, folks. It's a, it's a steep one. You know we love to uh, dive into deep conversations. Well, you know Not what? Much. I think it's just let's get some of this heavy shit out of the way. You know, address right. it. Talk right. about it. Right. It's a, I think yeah. it's good to talk about because I think other people want to know if what they're going you know and you don't break a stigma by like not talking about (laughs) it and i think we're all talking about like let's break the stigma then we gotta talk about it and we got a lot to talk about and i and it just you know like rafiki said you can either like in the lion king get ready for this you're gonna love this you can either learn from it or run from it please don't hit me in the head with a stick (laughs) (laughs) no guarantees (laughs) Okay, but for real, like, if you're going to listen to this episode, um, today we're talking about my experience with postpartum psychosis. Yikes or bikes. And so, just trigger warning, there will be some pretty deep things we're talking about. A little bit of other things, too, not just Yeah, like, psychosis. we're going to be talking about rape some sexual things like, <laughs> yeah just you know what it's for mature audiences yeah I think. don't listen to this with your kids around and and if you're not in a good headspace and we totally respect fine. that yeah. maybe skip over this one and this is actually gonna be a two-parter so this is part yeah. one yeah part two is to come and i'm sure we will discuss many more moons to come as well we'll always mm-hmm. be talking about this stuff so if you're listening to this and you're feeling like maybe not in the best headspace that's totally fine or you feel like you need somebody to talk to and you're not sure where to go to go to um similar to our last episode where we talked about anxiety and depression um we just wanted to give you guys that crisis service canada phone number again so you can call them at 1-833-456- Four five six six, or you can text them at four five six four five, and we'll make sure to put those numbers in the show notes, and then you have them. Also, to just reach out to someone, anyone, mm-hmm. someone you trust, if you're feeling um, not okay or not in a good headspace, right? And remember that if it does get overwhelming, please seek medical help for sure. That's yes, it. and a reminder, we're not experts. Yeah, great reminder. <laughs> we're just two gals telling our story. Kind of been through the system <laughs> of mental health. When you've been honest, like, yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Should we get Let's started? Let's start from the beginning. Uh, 
Yikes. What happened in your year before that happened? Before I went into the cycle. Before you went into the postpartum Really cycle what cycle. led up to that? Yeah, set, set me a little stage here. Okay, so if you remember from episode two, we were talking about going with your gut, and I gave kind of the example of when we had twins and then right. one of them got sick. So I think that's important to remember. Right. At the end unexpected of- twins. So I think we need to talk like right. um also kind of unexpected pregnancy. Pregnancy, like Yeah, real, like real to really shoddy back up the, the bus. Like, I guess. Yeah. So I definitely experienced postpartum depression after I had my second child. Right. Okay. Never really did anything about it. Like was not put on medication or anything like that. Um, I do remember like going to my doctor and being like, I'm depressed. No way. And no medication. And it was kind of like, well... Are you managing it? Yeah. How like, are you am feeling? I just having a bad right, day? Right. And I had a mental health counselor that I was talking to at that Perfect. time. So, like, I was still doing the things, but he also knows, like, I at that time was not super interested in being on medication. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, just eat healthier and exercise and do those things. And you'll probably feel better. And I did. I was feeling better. Like that was something that worked for me. I was able to like pull myself out of that and just take a step back. And then I really decided I needed to do something for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started my business of like graphic design and right. branding for small business. And so that was going well. My son, started like eating food and I wasn't constantly nursing him. He wasn't as colicky. So just a bit of so, a So like life circumstances yeah. improved and then things were just going really well. I was going to go back to school. I remember you're so excited. I was so excited. We I had a great routine going. Yeah. Remember like every Sunday we'd have like yeah. tea. Yes. yes. God, how old are we? 60? That was really... Like, things were going well for me. Yeah, like, you were were coming out of being a new mom again. Yeah. You're getting the hang of things. Two kids now. Yeah, and we knew we wanted to have more kids, Mm -hmm. but I was sort of like, you know what? I think I'm okay spacing the second and third kid out. Because the first two are two years apart. So that was kind of where we were at. And then, you know... Bingo, bango, one thing leads to another. You yeah. buy a new bed, you gotta break it in. And <laughs> What's then... a girl to do? I mean, <laughs> pregnant. So I'm gonna break in itself. <laughs> so right. did that and right. then started crying to like Celine Dion songs. And I was like, I think I'm pregnant. Oh my God. <laughs> That's how you knew. <laughs> Actually, I Martin knew before I knew. He knew you were pregnant. Because he was like, What's. Why are you just like, standing in the with- kitchen crying? And I'm like, I'm just so happy for you. And he's like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Don't hmm. think so. Actually, it's been a while since. Yeah, I think I might be. And then I was. Whoa. And then I was like, okay. It's fine. We can get through this. We wanted three kids. You want? Yeah. Perfect. This was part it's, of the big plan anyway. Not a big deal. So I kind of just came to, like, an accepting state of having a third kid. I remember, you. Yeah. And then we went for our... Tw- Actually, then I was really sick. Right. Went to emergency room. 
they did an ultrasound and told me there was just one baby in there. And, and I was like, like, great. <laughs> just what I ordered. And then <laughs> I went for my 20-week ultrasound and found out we were having twins. And I straight up blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no You just fuck the you table way. and walk out. You're like, not for me, thanks. <laughs> not what I needed at this time. Like, it was not was what I was expecting. Was there Yeah, there was a lot of swearing. And my husband really just handled it perfectly. He always wanted twins, though. Yeah, and we used to joke about having twins. Who like, we doesn't? definitely manifested that ourselves. So <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, that's how science And I is. wouldn't change it. No. Because they're the coolest little kids. Like, it is. It worked out for the best, but yeah. I feel like in the moment, you, you know. Yeah, okay. it's still valid to have your feelings. Yeah, like, it's it. still shock if you're expecting one, and there ends up to be two. Yes. And then the thing is, we had them... At the end of the year, so... Also around Christmas time. Literally the day after Christmas. So, like, I'm not sure about you, but that, to me, feels like a stressful time to have a baby. Well, yeah, because they were a month early. Right. And I was thinking we were going to have them only two weeks early. So, C-section, because all my first two kids were C-sections. Okay. So, that was the plan. Plus, there's two. And I was in total denial that we were having them. So then, like, we had these babies, and, like... Amazing. They're tiny. They're five pounds. Just five pounds. Right. And one of them is not breathing, Mm. and, like, it was crazy. So then I didn't really get to see them much, and then they got whisked up to the NICU and was, like... And you know what? Then we were in the NICU for two weeks, which Mm -hmm. was amazing. We thought we would be there for a month. They are the friggin' saints up there, too. Yeah, they're amazing. And, um, yeah. I mean, I actually realized just recently that I never actually dealt with any of my emotions. Processed the whole birth. I didn't process that at all. Because I was just like, it happened so quickly trauma response right and then it was like what are your options you just get through it you do what you need to do to get through it and i was just grateful that they were alive and they were healthy and they were improving every day they were getting better i can't imagine anyways so yeah we get out of there Mm -hmm. um one of them gets sick the smaller of the two who like had breathing so now christmas is over christmas is over new year's is over we're into january Also, I got an infection from my surgery. So I'm back in and out of the hospital. I'm literally in so much pain. Mm -hmm. Like something is wrong. No doctors are able to figure this out. I think I was in and out of the ER four times. Plus, like at one point, I was on four different antibiotics. They were like, just take all of this and hopefully it clears it up. Like it was not good. Mm -hmm. Then one of the twins gets sick. She's in the hospital for a week. We get home. The other one gets sick, but not bad enough that she Mm -hmm. needs to go to the hospital. Then COVID hits and the whole fucking world shuts down. So that's January that the girls get sick, right? Yeah. And then the spring, (laughs) we're into COVID. Yeah, really March, things started to... Everything shut down. Shut down. I was home without having people come over with four kids. And I mean... Never I'm already, that. well, I mean, my husband was home for January, February, and March. He took three mm-hmm. months off, like, paternity leave, mm-hmm. which was a godsend. Right. 
But then he had to go back to work. Like, we needed money. And then my doctor called to check in and, like, see how things were going. And I'm like, well, you know, they're going. And he's like, okay, well, how are you coping with things? And I was like, well, I'm drinking a lot of wine. Like, I thought that was a normal thing because everyone drinks wine. Mm -hmm. But it was also probably becoming unhealthy because it wouldn't be out of ordinary for me to, like crack open a bottle at like one in the afternoon and pour myself a glass but like something to take the edge off but like too at that time in the world who uh, wasn't who wasn't because covid had literally shut down everything and remember it was going to be two weeks and then it wasn't and then (laughs) people were dying and then it was like all the news like everyone was afraid to leave their house no toilet paper (laughs) couldn't find a square to spare yeah so like i feel like everyone was drinking i was one of those people drinking yeah so he suggested (laughs) like maybe instead of drinking like we should try some medication and Mm. i was like sure i wasn't against it right and he said we'll just put you on a low dose you'll probably have some headaches like it takes some time for your yeah, body to adjust six to eight weeks or it's fine we'll weeks, monitor yeah. it and then go from there and it should just be enough to help take the edge off because that's all i wanted so i mean honestly after i my she body started. adjusted to this medication i was doing great right like i started feeling way better we started hanging out Yeah, now out it's more. summer, so I'm off. Yeah, and so, yeah, exactly. Plus, I've been working from home, and then now I was on vacation. And my husband was working from home more, which was right. great. Like, we were kind of all together, and we were getting into more of a flow a little bit, but then things started to go back a bit to normal, so then he started going back to work. Right. And then I really just stopped caring I guess like it was almost like there's this little part in your brain that tells you like this is a good idea or this isn't right like you make responsible decisions yeah that in theory turned off for me Mm. so it was like yeah I shouldn't buy this because like I'm usually a pretty responsible person with finances Mm -hmm. but that summer I was not you know at that point it was like June May oh I guess it was around end of May it was like my kids birthdays and my parents finally came out and we hadn't seen them since basically we had the twins right and we were like, you guys should just move here. Like, COVID's stupid. I'm not going to be living my whole life without ever getting to see you guys. Right. You're over there by yourself. We're over here by ourselves. Why don't you guys just move closer? Like, a dream come true for my mom. Right. <laughs> what grandma doesn't <laughs> exactly. want to live closer to her grandkids? Exactly. So then that whole thing moved really quickly. It went from a conversation of, maybe you should move out here to like two weeks later they were signing papers for their condo place thing that they moved into Mm. which was fine but then that summer it's like okay well we're packing up my childhood home going through everything you've ever owned and all the things that they don't really want but don't want to keep gets brought to my house right i remember and i'm the type of person too like if my space is very cluttered, then that causes me anxiety. Oh, that's Troy. Right? So Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I should be a little bit more considerate of both of you. So but, we yeah. had just like redone our house. And then there's all other people's things now in my home. Mm-hmm. And then I have young kids. Right. So it's not so like. So I think right away when you're a parent, you start thinking back to what your childhood was like. Mm-hmm. And then all the stuff from your childhood shows up at your house. I think it's, it's like pretty chub. natural you start thinking about things from when you were a kid. For sure. Who doesn't do that? I I do it all the time. And right. that's kind of what I've been doing, too. Yeah. And as your parents get older, they want to get rid of your shit. Yep. I know what you mean. Like, yeah. you go back in time. You do. And you forgot about it. And I think especially when you've had 20s as fucked up as we have. <laughs> like, and it's kind of, you know, like, traumatic as maybe our young adulthood's have been yeah i think you try and or i know for me i've tried to separate like my childhood mm-hmm. to like maybe what happened to me so that almost like as a protection thing yeah and so then when you're re-reminded yeah it, it's kind of an overflow of emotion like the biggest unhealed trauma in my life at that point was being sexually assaulted when mm. I was 17. Right. So then I started thinking, that's weird. And then what other kind of weird patterns have there been in my life that would involve me and an older man? And then I was like, hmm, you know, when I was a kid, I used to go over to like our family friend's house. But my parents' friends had kids but they were most of the time always older than me Mm -hmm. and I was usually always the only girl in like a lot of of my parents friends who didn't live in the town that we lived Mm -hmm. in so it wasn't unusual that we would just go to visit and hang out right and I just remember this one boy like I would have been my daughter's age at the time my oldest daughter's age and he so like four or five And he would have been probably, like, 13, 14. And he would always want to, like, play this game Mm. with me called, like, Horsey. And basically it would be I would get on my hands and knees and he would come up behind me and then just hump me. Oh, my God. And then want me to, like, buck him off, kind of. Right. And I remember thinking, that like, such that's such an weird. insane flashback to have, too. And I think what's scary is, like, at that age, you have no idea what is happening. And I don't think you necessarily associate, like, that age difference. No. And everyone always told me I was so grown up and I was so mm-hmm. mature for my age. Right. There's usually a reason. <laughs> yeah. So then there's this boy who's, like, an adolescent, who's going through puberty, obviously. Right. And, like, Was a fun thing for him. (laughs) Yeah. And then would tell me, like, don't you want to play this? Like, isn't this fun? And then I remembered, like, this one time I had a sleepover there, and we made this really cool, like, blanket fort. And we watched we had like a tv and stuff set up in there and it was like him and his brother and then we watched south park and they had this like teenage yes i can't watch it i fucking love that show 
my parents never would let me watch it, but I thought, like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm getting to watch it yeah. with them. Yeah. And I remember also they had this, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy hmm. that you, like, loaded it up with pizzas, and then you pushed the button, and it, like, shot pizzas out. That sounds cool. It was a pretty cool toy. But I just, like, could remember that, and then this tent, and then watching this, and then remembering, like... The one brother sleeping, and then the other one not sleeping, and, like, touching me, mm. to the point of, like, I didn't understand what was happening, and yeah. I remember, like, going to the bathroom after and being, like, like, I thought I peed my pants. Mm. But you yeah. didn't. No, and I just didn't know what that was. Having, How would you know? Having no construct to put that on any sort of understanding. Like, mm -hmm. you're just not able to compute it. And I think, mm -hmm. for me, that's one of the biggest things with trauma like this when it happens so young. Or, like, when both of us were assaulted at, like, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. Even at that age, you don't really understand what's happening to you. Mm -hmm. You think you do. Or well, you create a story in your head that helps you cope and get through that. Exactly. And then and when you, you... Don't, and it's with someone you know and trust and are told that you love. Mm -hmm. So who would you tell? Exactly. So, I mean, bro, it's a heavy summer. So it's I remember that. And then I thought, like, am I making that up? Who's going to believe you, me? Of course. Because... You were, bet you had a really good imagination, too, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. And so then, oh, it's just just made that up. You're just making up stories. Yeah. But then, no, like, No, but that's not what it is. Well, then I talked to my husband about it, and he was like, yeah, that guy's really creepy. Like, I've always got weird vibes from him because he's met him. Because, like, we mm -hmm. stayed in contact growing up. Right. Because we were family friends. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just emotional. Also, thinking about this sexual assault from when I was in high school. Right. So instead of dealing with that in a healthy way, I just really dove into, I would say, some of the spiritual stuff. Right. So then because of this medication that I was on, mm -hmm. it has all these side effects that I wasn't really... Paying attention to. Or paying, I was just like, well, I'm feeling good, so I don't need to worry about any of this other stuff. So, like, what are some of these side effects that you were having? Like, insomnia. <sighs> Not good for a new mom. Not good for anybody, actually. Yeah. Honestly, like. <laughs> so, I'm up all day with the kids, then right. waking up multiple times at night, like, feeding the twins. Like, having a hell of a time trying to get back to sleep. I basically was not sleeping. And then I just stopped eating. Too busy. Cause I, and I had all these uh, reasons. And then I was really in that mindset of like, well, I'm not having any more kids now. I don't have an excuse to be fat and not oh, try. Oh, wow. That's a harsh thing to say to yourself. Yeah, but that's where I was at. Yeah. So I'm God, like, well, it's fine then if I'm not eating because I need to lose weight. And then like just lack of, yeah, being aware of things like it can cause more anxiety sometimes too right. or more depression so more manic behavior yeah that's exactly what yeah. it did it started putting me 
into a state of mania. But the problem when you're in a manic state is you feel so fucking great. So much endorphin rush. Like, and it was just so high, I could not come back down. Like, I couldn't bring... And I remember there's one point of, like, I wanted to bring it down. Yeah, when did you notice that it was, like, a problem? So, I think it really became evident for me when my son started... Like, he would start wandering around. Mm -hmm. And so, there was a few times where he kind of, like, was just gone and I don't mean like just disappeared but we would be outside and then I would see him like walking towards this direction and then I would turn my back for five seconds and then I wouldn't be able to see him right and then I would just get really paranoid and like anxious about well where would he be mm-hmm. and no one like my parents hadn't seen him and my husband hadn't seen him and so I just go, worst case scenario, oh, he's walked down to the slough and now he's drowned. Right. Meanwhile, he's just playing tractors in the basement. Right. Oh. I... So that was sort of when I realized something's maybe not totally right. Like, right. I need a little bit more help here. Yeah. But I didn't really know how to ask for it or how to get it. And then I was... Then Can't it's, you... like, when I really went off this deep end of this manic state and I had this, like, god-like complex and i had this control Mm. issue and Mm -hmm. then i started just thinking irrational thoughts like thinking that he maybe that my son should have died but then he was saved and he's like savior for the world oh like you had this whole other story oh yeah like i thought he was like the new Jesus for the world. So, like, your grip on reality was was just slipped. Very shortly after that, it was totally gone. I don't know how I would get it back. I thought COVID was happening because the world was ending. Yeah, I also remember that. Yeah, Like, I thought, oh, well, this is how it goes. Like, this is now... End of days. I thought I was being tested by, like, the gods and everything was... Like, my brain was just shooting off these crazy, crazy ideas. ideas and, and you're it was buying crazy. all of them. Yep. I was you're like, like, yep, that sounds cool. That sounds great. I want some of that. Yeah. So it Don't got to the them. point. Then it got to the point. Like, it was actually a very, what I would describe, like, heavenly experience. So much endorphin. Okay. So then it really, like goes back to fucking Adam and Eve. Right. The ultimate test. And it's like, do you eat the apple in the garden? Like, you've now been given the gift of knowledge. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to fucking fuck over mankind or lead us into the new beginning? Yep. And I was like, I'm, I am here to change the world. And I'm here. I have the responsibility of saving all humankind. That's what I thought. Oh, my God. Like, it was to the point I would not even drink apple juice anymore. I thought, like, if an apple showed up in what? my house. Yep. Oh, Everything, my God. That's every for Loco single Pops. action is in a my life is was a test. a test. By the gods. By the gods. So I'm doing, like, like, it's fucking everything. I thought I figured out how time works. 
I remember that. I was like, oh, it's... And then fairies got pulled in, and I was... Well, you're just becoming a little eclectic gal, picking everything you like. I like some of that. Any I'll idea? take some of that. Does that sound good? What else you got? Yes. Fucking, I'll add that. Create my own reality to that's escape my I'm, real reality. Yeah, and I think that's what it was. That's it was just like was. everything going on in my real life was too much for me. Yeah. And I needed a different way out of it and then that that was something that made sense to me and then at that point I couldn't turn it off. And you know what they say? <laughs> yes, I do know what they say. Spiritualism. Spirituality with, without grounding yeah. is escapism. Escapism. Fuck if that's so not a true. shirt. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And so like it got to the point like just to really break it down for you about how I thought everything was a test. It got to the point for me where I could no longer move my body. Oh. Because you were being, it was the it wrong was action. It was like, I, if I think this is not the right choice, I physically couldn't do it. So I remember being in my house trying to like pack a bag and I couldn't move. And like <gasps> my husband would come in and be like, what, what are, are you doing? doing? And I'm like, I can't, I don't know. I can't move. And I was starting to get scared for myself. Like, it was like this game that I couldn't stop. Wake up from. And then, so what went from this heavenly experience, it went fucking plummeting down to hell on earth. I want to vomit just thinking about it. Like, okay, it was so not good. What was Martin's take on all this? Out of oh, I think he was shit scared. I don't think he knew what to do. What do you do when you're Well, his goes? was just. I need to get my kids Safe. and I need to get them the fuck out of here. Cause then I started talking crazy. Like, I don't know. Like it was honestly getting to the point too, where it was like two personalities. Mm. Like I would just, I remember thinking, I just need to sleep. I just need to lay down and go to sleep and I'll just sleep for a couple of days. And then I'll be fine. And then I'll be fine. I'll wake up and be fine. I'll wake up and none of this will have even happened. Because like, it's all a test. And it's like, oh yeah, God. like I was, thinking, I was thinking, like, oh, this is how time travel works. And then they'll just, like, reward me by putting me back in time. And none of this will have actually happened. It will just be a bad nightmare that we'll all wake See, up like, I feel like I didn't know it was this intense. Oh, and yeah. I feel like I wasn't seeing you. Mm. at that often all day every day right like we check mm. in every day probably mm. and i hang out but I like know. i would like, I'm just, or i would like go i would close my eyes and what i thought was like five seconds would be like hours i would like i was losing time wow it would be like i would be blackout drunk but i hadn't taken one sip of alcohol wow yeah so then and then i was because i was talking about Finn being fucking Jesus. And right. then I started talking about how, well, Jesus died, so now Finn's, Finn's going to need to die. But I can't lose a child, so I'm going to need to take his place. I will die. Ooh. I need to die to reset this. And then COVID will be over and everything will go back. That's what I was thinking. Oh my god. I had no fucking oh, yeah. idea. I would lay on my I would lay in bed and just think, okay, I just like I'm just gonna fall asleep. And then when I sleep, the gods will just stop my heart. I'll die. 
but then they'll just bring me back. Like, I just need to have enough faith. Oh, because that's what it is. It's all it's faith. faith. Well, and faith, the trust, and pixie dust. That's all you need. <laughs> like, it was, like, <laughs> not good. I was, like, bringing in... Like, when I think back on it now, it's like, oh, well, just every childhood show. Like, I couldn't watch any TV. I ha- could not. I was like, this is all hidden messaging from spirits and from God. And oh they're trying to tell me something. And I'm, I'm going to be in control of how this new world is going to be. And I get whatever I think, that's how it's going to be. This is terrifying. Yes. Oh my it god. It was bad. It was really bad. So then Martin at like when it was getting to that point, then he just packed up the kids and took them to his parents and came back Get and convinced tricked me really into going to the hospital. I thought he was mad at me. I thought, oh, he doesn't believe what I'm saying, he doesn't trust me, he doesn't love me. Right. And I didn't want him to leave me. And then he took the kids. And then I was like, this shit is getting out of control. I need this game. Whatever this is needs right. to stop. Right. So then I thought I figured out how to go back in time. Naturally. I thought all you need to do is just reverse your steps and then sleep wherever you want to wake up. And you just pick the time. that you want. Like, It doesn't make any sense. Oh my God, Jessica. Like, I don't remember for sure, but I have this feeling that I was sleeping on our like patio couch just naked you were yeah that's what you told me and then he came home and I was like do you under like I felt a bit better when I woke up from that sleep and he came home and he's like what's going on I'm like I don't know I don't know what's happening like do you like do you understand what this is and he's like no and I'm like, I just want to go back. Like, if you could, if we could just go back in time. Like, would you go back? Like, could we go back together? And, like, fix <laughs> and this? he's like, no, go to sleep. Like, and oh so then he's like, God. let's just go for a drive. And like, we made some food, and I got dressed, and then I thought I could like con- was mind controlling him, and like, I tried to like not start the car. Oh, yeah, like, weird things. And then he was like, we're just going to get ice cream. And I was like, okay. Just totally tricks you. Like, <laughs> going like, to the vet. I mean, the we park. just, like, <laughs> here's some peanut butter on a bone. Like, <laughs> then we got to the but hospital. you were just sick, too. Like, I think what's... Oh, it was, like, major brain. And I think, like, that's issue. what's kind of scary is, like, the way it presents seems very different. But what's happening is a very severe imbalance in brain chemistry and you know what's really shitty about like, that's the whole what's thing? happening but what's shitty is i thought i was doing everything right i know honey and because that's, that's what you're supposed to do you're right. supposed to take your medication i know honey and then that shit's not supposed to happen right but it did i think too and like this is the thing this is what we were talking about all those separate things all separated like all those different actions or all those different episodes or things that have happened to you in your past separated are just things on a pantry shelf but you mix them up and put them in a hot oven you get fucking bread like (laughs) you're gonna do you see what i mean like it was a perfect storm situation this wasn't like you didn't you did something wrong this is like 
we add in a little pinch of pandemic, a little bit of postpartum depression, you fucking mix it up with some mama's boob juice and fucking put it in a hot, yeah. yeah, like put in some hot trauma times and you get some hot ass bread. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and and in this case, it the was, bread is a psychotic episode. Yeah, like it was the perfect recipe for a fucking perfect mental storm. breakdown. And like, but then understand that's all it was. Yeah. Uh, and and think about just in my scenario. Yes, I mm-hmm. had hormones from having twins, but again, I've had four babies in the last three and a half. Yeah, like for the last body. five years, I've been. Either pregnant, pregnant or, or nursing. nursing. Who could have guessed? Yeah, that's a good point. That that medication would, would fuck me way. up so much and would make you react. And I don't blame my doctor. I don't blame anyone. It's nobody's fault that this happened. No, it's not. It's just circumstances. Like everything just lined up. And that's how it. That's how the but that's crumbled. how fucking things happen. Like that's how yeah. things develop. Yeah, and I think the real shitty thing is people don't talk about it. I feel like this is the step. We have to make the conversation, and we have to start the conversation. And there's just not a lot of resources for that specific thing or for the family. Right. Right? Like, basically, we got to the hospital, and then he's basically told to leave, and I'm there. Wow. (laughs) Thanks for sticking around for this long ass part one. Yeah. Glad you came. It's it's a lot. I know we I know it's heavy. I know it's heavy, but in the effort to be more authentic in who we are and into understanding mental health, because I feel like mental health isn't just one of those things we can pass by anymore. I think it we've all kind of come to that realization how Mm -hmm. important it is and how integral it is into every aspect of your life and also just a reminder you guys if you're if you've listened to this and some stuff has been triggered for yourself please go and talk to someone again the phone number for crisis service canada is 1-833-456-4566 or you can text 45645 again those numbers are going to be in the show notes um or but call someone you love. Call yeah, someone talk, you can talk to. Go to, to your doctor. Talk go to, to your counselor. fucking doctor. Get a fucking doctor. Get a counselor. Yeah. If it's unblocking something for you and summing something up, chances are you got yeah. something to talk about. Like, yeah. talk about it. And know that you're not alone. Never. So, there's also that. All right, tune in for our next one. It'll be part two yeah. of this endeavor. And feel free to subscribe like our podcast share it with your friends share it with your family head on over to our social media platform that's right follow us on instagram Mm -hmm. at the wild hearts that's the w-h nope nope (laughs) nope that's the (laughs) w-y-l-d-h-a-r-t-s i can spell sometimes (laughs) you're a trooper (laughs) all right guys until next time let your heart run wild